let's go ahead and introduce Rose. Hi, Rose. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Technically not welcome to the podcast. You were on for Halloween and for Christmas, weren't you? Yeah, I was a little poet boy and the rock bunny. Right, right, right. <laughs> cool. Go ahead. Uh, tell us who you're playing in this campaign. So uh, my character is the bull, uh, also known as Clara Whitaker is her name. And then uh, her hero name is the wild thing. And her playbook is the bull. That's what Perfect. I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Clara? Who is she? General like backstory kind of stuff. Yeah, so I guess I'll start. I'm just going to kind of go through like the list of questions kind of. Um, so to start kind of with her look, uh, she is a woman. She uses she, her pronouns. Uh, she is white. She's very pale and thin with bright red, long, wavy uh, hair that is like goes way down her back. When she is just being Clara, she keeps it kind of in a in a tight French braid. Uh, but when she's the wild thing, it is out and in her face and falling all over the place. And it's very confusing how she doesn't trip. She wears baggy clothing uh, that, like, it's clear that, like, she doesn't, she, she would buy clothes and then, like, grow too thin to fit into them. She has a pretty simple costume. I sort of started to mention the hair before. Uh, taking out her hair is part of her costume. And then the other part of her costume is taking off her glasses because she's a superhero and that's her, that works in this world. You can just take off your glasses and take your hair out and nobody recognizes you. So that's kind of like what she looks like. So I guess her backstory is. Basically, she spent her whole childhood and teenagehood living and growing up basically in a hospital because she has a rare slash hard to diagnose genetic condition. I'm basing this off of a like a series of different genetic conditions that I've been researching. Um, on And at the end of the day, I think it's really one of those situations where it was she was having symptoms of a lot of different things and like so she had like muscle weakness poor muscle tone respiratory failure things like that but she would also like she would sometimes randomly go blind or deaf without warning or and she'd have like numbness in her fingers and hands so she had a lot of bizarre symptoms and doctors were having a really hard time diagnosing it but they were very intrigued and curious. And in a place like Moon Harbor, there is a lot of scientific development and knowledge. Uh, they were convinced that they could figure out, you know, something, whatever was wrong with her, they thought they could find a cure. And so she came from a very wealthy family. So she did have access to a lot of different medical treatments, and, but she missed a lot of school and did, and basically grew up in a hospital, like I was saying. So she had the doctors pretty stumped, but they kept trying and trying until finally one of the treatments that they were trying to do kind of went a little wonky and gave her superpowers. Essentially, they figured out what was going on with 
what was causing the disease was that the cells in her body weren't multiplying the way that they should be. Uh, they were multiplying at a slower rate than is normal for a human body. And when they did this bizarre treatment, she found that she was now able to control the speed at which the cells in her body generate or degenerate. So it gave her those superpowers. At the same time, though, like now she was like more than just a person with a genetic disease. She's also like a medical. She wasn't 18 yet and her parents were freaked out and the doctors were curious. So she didn't have the legal right to say, no, I don't want to go to the doctor anymore. They just kept bringing her in and doing all these tests on her. So that's kind of how she really became the bull, I guess. Yeah, so she finally escaped from that. So that's what changed her in, the, in terms of like the way that the bull backstory questions work. That whole ordeal with being sick and being in the hospital and then not being sick, having some kind of control over it, but still having the disease and still being in the hospital, that's really what changed her and turned her into the bull. And then she escaped from it just by turning 18. She became a legal adult and now she could choose to not be subjected to those systems anymore. Now, obviously, like the doctors are not super keen on her not being there. They're still probably curious about her, but that is maybe going to be something way down the road that she might have to deal with. Oh, the powers themselves, because she has the ability to multiply and to generate and degenerate the cells in her body, she can manipulate it. Uh, She, the three bull qualities are super humanly tough, incredibly strong and uniquely skilled at fighting. So she can basically multiply the cells to become super, she can heal wounds and injuries, uh, which is makes her super humanly tough. She can bulk up her muscles and stretch any part of her body at will, giving her superhuman strength and elasticity. And then she also, because she spent so many years in the hospital, she kind of has a really strong understanding of the cells and muscles, and she is very in tune to that, Uh, which sort of, if she can see what somebody is doing, she can see their muscles, she can oftentimes sort of predict what, Uh, her opponent's movements are going to be. So yeah, so she got out of the hospital. She was like, I'm 18, bye bitches. And then she sort of now had these superpowers. She got this internship with Monarch Power. Uh, She got, she finally like, she like threw herself into being a normal person now that she could control and like stop herself from going blind randomly and things like that because she now had this acute ability to like essentially give directions to each individual cell in her body. She just like wanted to live a normal life. So she got this internship, but she still had these powers and she didn't really know how to control them. And somebody working at Monarch Power, who was uh, his a hero named Bomb Squad, slash Robert Crane is his like human or non-superhero name. He sort of like took a liking to her and took her under his wing and she kind of became his sidekick. Uh, So she doesn't really know kind of how to be a hero on her own. She only really knows how to be somebody's sidekick slash assistant slash how to follow directions. 
But luckily, like those people at Monarch Power, they kind of look out for her. They kind of have her back, which is it's good to I, I don't know. It's one of the questions that uh, the bull asked. So I, that's kind of where I came up with the internship thing. And then the next question it asks is, why do you try to be a hero? And I think she tries to be a hero because it gives her agency over her own life. She'd been so powerless for so long that she doesn't ever want to feel that way again. The So the, the team that she'll be joining is the Cataclysm crew. She's not met any of them personally, but she has, having spent a lot of time in hospitals growing up, and even recently still sometimes sick in bed because she's, she's not like no longer, she doesn't no longer have the condition. She still has it. Um, and it still rears its head sometimes. So she does spend a lot of time still sick in bed. So she watches a lot of like the news and stuff like that. So she's seen clips of them. So the same things, I guess, that the the listeners have know about the Cataclysm crew or the things that have been public, she kind of has that same idea of who they are. And these are kind of like, they, she thinks they're a cool group. Awesome. Can you tell me what moves you took? Yeah, uh, so I so the the bull moves that I took uh, were there when it matters. So when you defend someone on a hit, you can hold one instead of choosing one from the list. Spend your hold when they are in danger later to arrive on the scene ready to help. And then I also picked physics. What physics? When you unleash your powers to barrel through an insurmountable barrier, roll plus danger. Instead of plus freak. And then... Oh, and then there's there's this thing called the bull's heart, which is you have exactly one love and one rival. You choose your love or rival at any time. Give the new subject of your affection or disdain influence over you and take plus one ongoing on any action that oppresses your love or frustrates your rival. Uh, and I, I don't have them in like Cataclysm Crew, but uh, I kind of had like an idea that... that um, Bomb Squad was her, you know, love for right now. Uh, and then, like, some random other intern who I have named John Smith is her rival because he's, like, better at, like, stacking papers than her or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love that. Um, and then for your bull's heart, you got to choose a uh, role you commonly fulfill. Are you the defender, friend, listener, or enabler? Defender. When you leap to defend your love or rival in battle, plus instead of plus savior to defend them. Yeah. Wild thing, we're excited to have you on the team. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets, T.B. Huth, and Elliot Peterson, and edited by Anthony Sheets and Sean Geddes. Anthony can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. T. is a theater artist and educator in the D.C. area. She can be found at T. Huth Playwright on Twitter or T.P. Huth 94 on Instagram. Elliot can be found at Elliot Elen, E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N on Twitter. Sean can be found at The Crumpet. T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T on Twitter. 
Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brandon Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music in this issue is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin MacLeod. This issue is GM'd by T. Huth. The Wild Thing is played by Rose Hahn. Rose is an actor, content creator, and mental health advocate. Her podcast, What Was I Saying? Living with ADHD, can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music, or on Twitter at what underscore was I saying. She can be found on Twitter or Instagram at SmileyRosie, S-M-I-L-E-Y-R-O-S-E-Y-Y-Y-Y. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out at patreon.com slash moonharborheroes. Supporting us there will give you access to bonus issues each month. And thank you for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.